0: I'm here! You're here! We're here! If you're listening to this in real time, it's April 1st, 2019. And that means it's been exactly three months since the last time I recorded a podcast episode. If you're binge listening to this, hello from the past. Um, If you're listening to this in the future, you have no idea that it was three months. But now you know, and it's actually going to be relevant to this episode, as you can see, titled the pregnant pause. No, I'm not pregnant. That's not foreshadowing in any way. I just want to bring this topic back up again. And I say back up again because I have actually already done several podcasts that relate to this, even blog posts and YouTube videos back in the day. I will link all of those in the show notes at naptimeempires.com slash 060. But I want to actually talk about this before we get back into the groove over here with the podcast, which we are going to, because I'm also writing the book. I don't know if I've shared that with you yet in podcast form, but I'm totally, I decided the Naptime Empires book is going to be the first book. So get ready. And in order to do that, I'm going to be consistent as I can be with the podcast for the rest of the year, just to get us all excited about it. Okay. Anyway, I want to discuss the pregnant pause and all the ish that has come up with it. And like I said, I want to point you back to resources and conversations I have already created and anchored in at various points of my business journey, because this happens. It just happens. And it's hilarious because if you go back to episode, what? I wrote it down. Episode 25 called Breaking Through Resistance. I recorded it almost exactly two years ago. It was April 2017. It was the first season of Naptime Empires. And at the time, I was publishing two episodes a week. And I was behind, air quotes, behind, by a week and a half. Ah, This time it's been... Three months and three months to the day, it's not the longest pause that I've had. It won't be the last pause that I had. This will keep happening. Sometimes it might be a week, it might be a quarter, it might be a year, who knows? But this is something that's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to me, and it's worth exploring and unpacking the process. I mean, I'm hopeful at least that this is going to be helpful to you because it happens. Life happens, especially if you are in the Naptime Empire season of life certain things are going to take priority at various times of life and need more of your attention and that's okay. So like I said, I'm going to link a bunch of other resources into the show notes for you. If you're listening to this, please know I like really love to know what you're doing as you're listening, so please feel free to like take a selfie or take a screenshot and Tag me on Instagram at Nikki LH Brown to let me know that you're listening and whatever your favorite takeaway is, it's my fave. I really do feel like this is a conversation. So in order for that to be real and not just in my head, you have to respond so that I know that you're out there. Okay. So let's take a breath. Three months. In some ways I'm like, what? What are you talking about? How has it been three months? How is it already April of this year when it was just January. (laughs) How did that happen? And that's life, right? Like sometimes it just feels like it goes in a blink, even if in the meantime, it feels like it's actually going really slow. I wanted to share with you the fears I've had because it's not like I planned on taking a three month break from recording and I'm not apologizing for it because there's a whole lot of content out there. There are many ways for me to serve you while I sleep Thanks to past me who pressed publish and post and got over herself. So it's not that I'm apologizing for it. I want you to go back to It's Okay to Take a Break, which is episode 50, Um, just to listen to that one if you need a reminder that it's okay to take a break. That one is specifically more about social media, but it's also like it's your life and your dreamies are always going to understand it and they will be there ready and waiting for you whenever you need to come back. But still, it's okay to take a break. And then there's a point where it feels like, mm, yeah, okay, but I'm ready. You know, and the, the drawbacks start to outweigh the benefits or so it seems. And it's like, okay, now I'm ready to break through the resistance, which is what I talked about in episode 25. And then there's also you're not behind, right? That was the last episode where I was talking about like, you're the leading lady, the quote from the holiday, the movie, The Holiday, where it's, you're the leading lady in your own life. You can't be behind in your own story. But still- Mindset-wise, it's easy to get that voice in your head where you do feel like, oh, shoot, I'm behind, shoulda, coulda, woulda, I should have been publishing, la di da So I want to tell you and just be super honest about what some of my ish has been around this and why it can feel scary when you have had a pregnant pause, planned or unplanned, to dust the cobwebs off and get back out. So some of the things that have been coming up for me, let me know if this is the case for you too. It can feel scary to come back. One, because you have a bit of like a shame spiral. Like yesterday I went to Jared. It's a jewelry store here in Texas. Is where we bought our wedding rings years and years ago. And I used to be so good about every six months we bought the extended warranty plan. This is just funny. This just popped into my mind, but it actually is super relevant. So I used to be really good about the, going in every six months just to get the rings checked and make sure everything was secure and get it cleaned and blah, 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 in order to keep up the extended warranty. Trick was they didn't have Jared in Hawaii. So I would only be able to do it whenever we would come back to Texas for trips and things. And then once Deacon came along and then we moved back to Texas, like I just, I fell off the wagon of the every six months and being able to keep, basically if you would keep the extended warranty, then if a stone fell out, they would replace it for you without a charge or whatever. So I've had this little shame spiral about my extended warranty for my jewelry, okay? And you may have also heard me mention that I've gone up a size or two since we moved back to Texas, like my body has just, you know, expanded a bit in this transition And so I haven't actually been able to fit my wedding rings. And so just yesterday, finally, you know, this goes actually back to episode 52, appreciate where you are now, when I talked about when I finally bought bigger jeans and it was like, OMG, why did I not do this sooner? This was last summer right before our trip to Alaska. And I'll link that in the show notes. But basically the ring equivalent of that happened yesterday where I was like, you know what? these rings are beautiful. I love being married to my husband and all the challenge and support that comes along with that. They're pretty. And these rings have been sitting on on my pretty little jewelry stand instead of on my finger for almost two years now. So I went into Jared and I was like, look, I have to tell you, I brought all my paperwork. I used to be really good about every six months, but I haven't been in like years to get my rings inspected. At first it was like, Oh, we had a baby. Yeah. And I would imagine what I would say when I would go in. Anyway, it was no big deal. This is the point. It was no big deal. It was bigger, it was a bigger deal in my head, of course, as it always is. And he was like, that's totally fine. It doesn't void your warranty or anything. The only thing is if a stone falls out, but every time you bring it in to get inspected, we'll make sure we tighten everything up. So that's very unlikely to even happen. You can still get your cleanings for free and the rhodium plating, and if you need to get it sized, and blah blah blah. So there's something to that, honestly. I do feel like energetically actually really cool things happened whenever I made that commitment to be like, nope, it's okay. It's fine. And I deserve to have rings that actually fit me. And if I need to get them sized down again in the future, I can certainly do that. And so going in there was actually really funny because the song that was playing when I took the rings in was the song, which is super random Captain Antonio song that we walked down the aisle to after the wedding. Like, what are the odds? And I had just shared this Esther Perel quote on my Instagram stories that related to the song. It was all very woo and very cool. Confirmation. I feel like God was like, good for you. Good for you. Get those ring-sized. All that to say, the shame spiral of whatever it is that you feel air quotes behind on can actually be paralyzing to a degree. So I just want to acknowledge that same thing can happen with content if you feel like you're behind Behind, behind. Remember that you're the leading lady in your own life or leading, gen, leading person. You are the leading star of your own life. You cannot be behind. You're doing the best you can with what you got in a given moment. In most cases, that's more than good enough. The other tricky thing is that when you go so long without actually sharing something, you can feel, and this has happened on Instagram before. I can find that post and link to it where I was like, do you ever feel like you can't post something because you haven't posted all the things that chronologically happened Before that, so then you just never start. So it's like, oh, I can't post anything about this year if I haven't posted a top nine of the previous year, and you create this creative bottleneck. And I did a Facebook Live years ago about that, where it was like all the planes coming into Honolulu International Airport, and they just kept coming regularly. But in order for them to do that, one plane had to land. You had to land the plane, and then the next would keep coming. And so it's easy to think, oh my gosh, I can't come back unless I have the perfect comeback topic, which this also almost happened with my first blog ever. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, my first blog post, you only get one first blog post. It has to embody anything and everything that would basically, I would want written in marble at my memorial (laughs) when I'm no longer here in the physical world. You know, you put so much pressure and it's unnecessary. And I know, it can feel real. I'm just telling you from outside your brain in case you need to hear it because I know I need to hear it outside of my brain. Um, it's it's so, so not necessary. Like last night when I started to record this, I started to record this four times last night and I wanna celebrate that this is major growth because years ago, Nikki would have just kept pushing and I would have been like, nope, I'm doing this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. But last night I SOS'd a couple of my best friends on my phone. And we decided that I had permission to go to bed and start fresh to record this this morning. And then I opened up a Google doc just to share all my thoughts on the pregnant pause and just being super honest with you about the fears that have been going on in my head in case they are in yours too. Here's what I want you to do. If you're going through this and you're feeling like, yeah, for me, and like I said, it could have been a week or two weeks, or it could have been a month or two months, it could have been two years that you've been quieter than you have been in the past. Before we move on to like moving out of it, I just want to help you process and be okay with, as in episode 52, where you are right now. And what I want you to do is to look back at what you were doing or valued more at the time. And what were the benefits of not doing it? So in the mom guilt episode, there's an episode called The Gift of Mom Guilt that's not too far behind this one right now. And I talk about through John Martinis work, how it was helpful to me to actually list the benefits of something that I felt guilty about. For example, you know, feeling guilty that I was spending too much time with my head in my laptop and, or Jeremy's deployment and how that was going to affect our kiddos and stuff. And think about the actual benefits. So when you're feeling guilt or shame, then your deserve level goes down. So you're not going to allow yourself to receive all the blessings that are there for you to receive if you're feeling guilty or shamey. So what I want you to do, if you're feeling any guilt for being air quotes behind, I want you to just take an honest look at what else was happening, what was taking more of your time. So for me, Well, specifically in the last week, my husband was out of town. So I was like, all hands on deck, lower the freaking bar. Let's just get through what we need to get through. We're going to create systems. We're going to pack lunches before we go to bed. We're going to pick out the clothes before we go to bed. I was very vigilant about our time. Like, I just knew what I needed to do for us to be able to get through each day. But if you look back at the time, I've had some travel. I spoke in Miami, I spoke in Vegas you know, I've had a lot of family and friend time. I've been giving my personal finances more loving attention. I've had really amazing and enriching conversations behind the scenes. All of that is on the way. It was not in the way. It wasn't keeping me from doing podcasts. Everything that I've been doing, like, even when I press pause or it seems like I'm pressing pause because it's not that I'm actively writing the book, I'm like, this is all book research. My husband being gone and out of town was book research because it helped me remember what my naptime empire's life was like before he was home and accessible pretty much full time. You know, I was like, oh yeah, this is what it is. Or I was going back and listening to... Zoom or Skype call recordings with Michelle Simmons from over the years where I was literally in the mix. And I was just talking about this idea of naptime empires that had come into my mind. This was 2015 when I was pregnant with Deacon and it had already come into my mind. So maybe the idea or the name naptime empires, I think it might've come actually when I was pregnant in 2014, uh, possibly like right before the miscarriage, like maybe that little one is the one actually who going to get teary now. I think, I'm pretty sure, excuse me, we don't have to edit this out, (laughs) hashtag real life. I'm pretty sure that in one of those recordings that I was listening back to a few weeks ago, I said in my call with Michelle when I was pregnant with Deacon that summer of 2015, that the phrase naptime empires had come into my mind when I was actually pregnant, probably in October of 2014. So thank you to our little sparkle for delivering this conversation and for all that's coming from it. All that to say, it's all on the way, not in the way. So I've been going through my own stuff and it's exactly what I needed to be going through to be able to record this exact conversation for you and for me. Not that it has to be perfect, but that it is perfect. You know, I was having a conversation with Bryson and my niece in the car the other day on the way to or from school or maybe to their art class. And we were talking about perfect and you don't have to be perfect and nobody's perfect. And Bryson said, right. And since nobody's perfect, that means everybody's perfect. And I was like, oh, that's totally it. Yeah. I used to be like, oh, there's no such thing as perfect. But actually my perspective in this current moment is that we are all perfect exactly as we are. That's exactly as we're meant to be. Likewise, with our content schedule and the stuff we get twisted around the axle on, it's exactly as it needs to be. So it's okay if you do need to take a break and it's okay if you're done taking a break. And you're like, I get it. And it was exactly what it needed to be. And now it's time for me to plug the mic back in and press record and press publish. And that's the point that I had to get to today because I am excited about Naptime Empires and I am excited about this conversation and I am excited about pressing play and doubling down on the podcast. I'm gonna be honest with you. I recorded it two or started recording it actually in 2016. Like I said, this idea has been around since 2014, but I started recording in 2016, published in 2017. We're at almost a hundred thousand downloads, even though I haven't done as much as one social media post for every episode. Like for those, those people who have actually been listening from the beginning, I'm, I just love you so much. You're total dreamies because it's like, I've just been doing this and recording these conversations for me and for you, but I haven't really been like banging the drum. To be like, hey, look over here, look over here. But now I'm really clear. Yeah, I do. I want to contribute to this conversation. Let's do it. Let's go full out for the rest of the year. This is the year of Naptime Empires, this conversation, and just bringing my story and other mom's stories to the forefront which is actually perfect timing because that's when Rosie Colosi invited me to contribute to this article on NBC News, which just went live Friday at the time we're recording this. And that was so fun and exciting called The Rise of the Stay-at-Home Working Mom. Should probably do a whole different episode on that, but I'll link to that in the show notes. That was so fun and so exciting. Um, even Even the, whatchamacallit, the photo shoot that we did in 2016, like 2016, I was like, I told my friend Sarah, Ashman. I said, I have this idea. This is the visual, like this is what I'm imagining. And she is the, the creative mustard to my ketchup. And we went and I took my kids and my sister across the country to DC to have this photo shoot. And they ended up choosing that as the hero image of this article, which was so wild and yet so not like it felt so like wild, but also so totally normal. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but basically I just feel like it's time. We're ready for the next step as Denise says. Okay, so all that to say, those were the fears, those were the icky things, the gremlins that were going on in my brain. And then I was like, hang on a second, Nikki, let's look back at what you were actually doing. So, even looking back to the other posts that I did on similar topics where I was saying it's okay to take a break, for example, episode 50, I talk about a weekend where I just unplugged and deleted the social media apps. That's when I was craving presents and I filled up on Big Magic, which was so inspiring to me, reading Liz Gobert's book, Big Magic. It's exactly what I needed whenever I was taking time off in between season one and season two, I was moving. My whole family was moving. We had a huge life transition from Hawaii to Texas. My life needed more attention and more resources, kind of like triage, right? Like, And that's where my values were and I have no regrets. Even over the last three years, I've had all kinds of different transitions going on. We kind of always do, right? That's the secret. But it's like, my business took a back seat and I'm okay with that because it's, it's exactly what it needed to be. So before we move on and try to hype up to be like, okay, yeah, let's press record. It's really good just to clear as much as you can, any guilt or shame from the pause, the pregnant pause or the break that you took and just look at it to accept it for exactly what it is and the role that it served and whatever you were valuing more at the time. It's okay. Okay. That said, if you're listening, still listening, that probably means that you're ready to move forward now. So it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. But now I really want to press play. I want to put myself out there, get back in the game, so to speak, right? We have an episode for that too, (laughs) that we can link up. Now what I want you to do is to think about the benefits of doing it. And imagining how you'll feel on the other side, which is literally what I'm experiencing right now. And I'm so excited, even though I am confident that as soon as I upload this to Dropbox and pass it over to my editor, I'm gonna regret and be like, was that way too rambly? Oh my gosh, I cried. I actually don't care about crying. I mean, I do care about crying. I think it's actually great and important to let yourself, if that's how your body needs to process your feelings, then that's what you gotta do. But all that to say, almost every time I upload something to Dropbox, I'm like, was it too rambly? Maybe maybe it didn't make sense, blah, 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 blah. So that's going to happen. And it's okay because I know that once I do, you're going to tag me on Instagram and be like, OMG, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And then I'm like, oh yeah, this is why it's exhilarating. This is why it's worth doing because we need each other. And I need to take up the space that only I can take up in this moment of human history. Okay, so what I want you to do, if you're on and you're like done, you're done taking the break, you're like, okay, yes, I was valuing X, Y, Z. There was another one, actually, I was going to say, there's a blog post and video called How to Come Back from an Awkward Blog Silence. And at that point, it had been two months since I had posted a blog, but it was fine because what I was prioritizing more, all my energy and resources was going to an actual launch, the second, like the grand reopening of the Course About Copy which was my first ultimately six-figure launch. There were huge lessons going on. And of course, I mean, it's fine that I didn't have time to do blog stuff. I was leading a free Facebook group for that five-week period, holding space for hundreds of new customers. Like, it was totally okay that I wasn't doing blog videos. And Again, like nobody is entitled to your time for free. (laughs) So that's when like nobody was mad at me for it or anything, but we just make up these stories in our minds and we're like, oh man, oh sorry guys. You don't have to apologize for that. You get clear on what your values were and you can see the benefits and exactly why it happened the way that it did. Okay. Benefits of doing it, imagining how you feel on the other side. One, this is my QBR. So, you might have heard me talk about my friend Adrian's business, Run Like Clockwork, and the associated book by Mike Mikalowitz called Clockwork. I have an affiliate link for it to Amazon. It'll take you straight to it if you go to nikkielichbrown.com slash clockwork. But the queen bee role, the most valuable activity I can do in my business is this. So, it's not necessarily ideal. For me not to be recording and connecting and communicating with you directly. It is the most viable activity I can do for my business. It's like the domino effect. All the good things come from this. One, it's my expression. It's me actually embodying and sharing and not holding back on what I know. Like I said, it's me taking up the space that's uniquely mine to fill in this particular moment of human history. Not more, not less. I always feel energized after I do this or after I press send on an email, even though I have initial doubts, that's just part of my process and I've come to accept it. I always feel energized after it. Like I'll be in a great mood all day because of this. So thank you. I feel connected to you. I create best in connection and in community. So in order for me to do that, I need to actually connect and literally plugging my USB microphone into QuickTime and recording this is that connection i proud of myself for breaking through the resistance. You will share and spread the word and make it really easy for me to have Insta stories because then I can just reshare whenever you mention me in your story. So there's a side benefit there. This is helping me draft book content verbally. I'm a verbal processor. This is going to bring more people into the community to build the audience for the book and to have these conversations from here on. This is me documenting little memories, documenting those lessons for real. I am sharing this as much for you as I am for me because I will need it again. This is helping me get excited and building momentum. I have a whole long list of friends that I have yet to have on the podcast that I would love to bring in as we reboot for the rest of the year. This helps with other invitations and PR opportunities and speaking opportunities that are going up because it's recent content. It's one thing to be like, oh yeah, okay, she has a podcast, but is she actually actively publishing? Where did she go? What happened? It brings more eyeballs and more hearts, more dreamies to a course about copy. And ditto for Homeroom, which I'll be opening up again soon. It's most importantly, putting the mom back in momentum which reminds me, I have another blog post somewhere about momentum, but it really is just about that baby step. (sighs) So here I am rambly rambly for over 20 minutes now. And I hope this has been helpful to you. I just wanted to, I wanted to document the before, the during and the after. Right. So the before were the fears and the voices. And then during, like, present in the moment, it's like, yes, but I can actually be present to and grateful for exactly how this is unfolding, knowing that, again, De Martini words on the way, not in the way. It's all on the way. It's not in the way. I'm exactly where I need to be. This message is exactly what it needs to be. And it's different today than it would have been if I recorded it a month ago. I wouldn't have had my sweet Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry story. example to share you like something so seemingly silly how's that for alliteration as jewelry inspections that was keeping me like I was feeling some some level of shame and or guilt from going into the jeweler to get my jewelry inspected and likewise just getting it resized. I'm so excited to have my jewels back. I'll have to do a Facebook live to celebrate once I have them and wave my hands around a lot. So anyway all that to say, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. I don't take it for granted. I would love to say hi back to you. So for real, if you're on Instagram, just take a screenshot, tag me and Nikki Brown. Let me know what your favorite aha was, if any of this resonated with you to um, you know, help me overcome the doubts that are going to happen in about 60 seconds when I upload this to Dropbox. Get excited. The book is going to happen. I would love to self-publish it by the end of the year. That's my vision for it. And it really is just about these refreshingly honest conversations on both parenthood, entrepreneurship, and the intersection of them both. Plus the whole person behind all of that, right? So anyway, hope this was helpful. If it was, share it with your buddies or just, like I said, two for one special. Tag it on Instagram and we'll share it that way. But look forward to many more conversations. If you want to drop some ideas for me, just go into naptimeempires.com slash Facebook and you'll find the post. With Carson Daly, Total Request Live, where you can add your own requests for future solo episodes, but trust there will be plenty more, it will not be another three months before I meet you here again. Have a great day, night, wherever you are, and we'll talk soon. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... free i'm in priceless rapidly growing community of naptime empire builders for deeper discussions behind the scenes scoop and of course updates whenever i've got new stuff coming up for you naptimeempires.com slash facebook see you there see you next time thanks for listening <laughs> good job buddy